Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, sunshine. I don't really want Brass to come back. <sighs> oh, but oh, now I feel bad about the craft across the yeah, room. But still. Hello, I'm Jay Dewey, the former host of the former podcast 30,000 Things, which was about the collections and things that uh, people keep in their homes. And this is going to be a two-part interview with my friend Rob Conlon. He probably should have been part of the original season of 30,000 Things, but we just couldn't uh, pull it together at the time. And now we may have a possible new idea for a different sort of podcast. So part one is going to be what would be a typical 30,000 Things episode, and then part two could be a pilot episode for something else. We're not sure, but we thought we would just throw it out there and see uh, what people thought of it. Um, So if you like what you hear, let us know. Um, Anyway, have a listen, and um, I hope that this is... um, a fun listen, um, and if not, then you won't have to hear it again, but um, who knows? Um, that's the fun part about podcasting. You can pretty much do anything uh, without a lot of investment, uh, but thank you for uh, giving a listen, and um, here's to a wonderful 2018. Thanks. So, um, just for by way of intro is normal. My name is Jay Dewey, and I used to do a podcast, a very short-lived one called Thirty Thousand Things, which was all about people's collections okay. and the things that they kept in their home, and especially collections of things that they kept in their home. So this may be a like a, an episode nine of that one. We'll see what what happens, <laughs> but um, because you. you um, you can say your name in a, in a second. Have a certain collection of, of stuff among many, I think. <laughs> um, I'm kind of a collector of collections. So I, I'm here with, with Rob Conlon, yes. who collects issues of Better Homes and Gardens magazine. <laughs> yes, I do. And I have a whole stack of them right here. <laughs> Going all the way back. Well, this stack only goes back to like 1992. <clears throat> but... Well, that's still pretty impressive. Oh, <laughs> So how long have you been? Uh, so well, wait, wait, wait. That, that's, maybe we should start with the the why. The why, the why I collect Better Homes and Gardens magazine. Yes. Um, because I was like this desperate little gay boy who wanted to decorate my mom's horrible house. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Patty. <laughs> so, so I like. I was always fascinated with, like, home decor, um, but I, you know, I love my mom of pieces, but she was never fascinated with home decor, um, so, um, I probably saw the, the very first one I ever saw, like, on a magazine rack or something like that, and I flipped through it and was like, oh, look, um, and then I think I asked for a subscription when I was, like, probably nine, <laughs> Okay, so you started pretty young, <laughs> you know, and I and I and I got that um, 
probably for Christmas, and then and then I just started buying it for myself to the point that if I, I wish I had one, um, my I just like fill out this subscription card when it comes in, yeah. To the point that I, it's probably all the way until my death at this point. Like so, you get the little card that says your your subscription expires. In, you know, in, 2018, mine says, like, 2057 or yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> but they'll send you one, like, they'll every, send you every, every three six. months. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so I just go, oh, $5? Sure. Oh, $10? Sure. Here you go. Um, and so they just keep coming in. Um, and to be honest with you, I actually went... I've also veered into others, right? So I went into... Who didn't go to Martha Stewart as gay boy? Um and then, and now I have HGTV, and I've had all, you know, basically all the other ones as well. I always stick with Better Homes and Gardens, though, for some strange reason. Like, it's, there's something about it. It said to me, you could have a better home <laughs> and a better garden. Well, to, that's, that's true. It's not, like, best home. Not best home. It's better. Right. It's, so I, I've, in my, well, and then my... So let me explain my interest, and I get we'll bring us sure. up to the present. Is uh, um, when I was growing up, my mom only bought these home magazines at Christmas time. She bought the December issue that was out right, in November. Right. It was she maybe bought like one of the two here and there, but we didn't have subscriptions because we you know I don't know why. But she always bought the, the December one, so it was Good Housekeeping and Better Homes and Gardens. We always had the December issue of those in our house. And I always loved it because it was not only Christmassy, but also the decor and right. the recipes and all that. So magazines for me have always felt very special because they are kind of like this conglomeration of holidays and my mom and you know aspiring for better things and also wanting to redecorate our, our right. horrible house right. um, also. Um, <laughs> Love you, moms. Yeah. <laughs> but then it was only, like, you know, later on in adult life when I was like, oh, you, you could actually, I could actually buy these magazines myself. Buy right. Um, <clears throat> but then I think we had talked about that a couple of years ago, yeah. and then you gave me a gift subscription. Yes. Um, and so that's how it, Better Homes and Gardens started arriving once again at my house, but every single month. Right. And so every, and now I've become <clears throat> a convert also. Well, you have to. I mean, you just can't let it go, even yeah. though they screw it up <clears throat> every now and again. Yeah. So. But I think, so, but since then, I've also branched out and gotten other things like, um, you know, Architectural Digest mm-hmm. and El Decor, um, House Beautiful. And it does seem to me, after looking at all of them, that Better Homes and Gardens is kind of like, it's very, they, oh, they make it very attainable. Yeah, it's Artificial definitely... Artificial Digest, I'm not redecorating my house to look like that. Neil Patrick Harris, right? It's just not going to happen. No. Um, I don't uh, have that budget. Don't have that budget, and it's it gets... Like, what I've always liked about Better Homes and Gardens is that um, the people in it are only slightly better than you. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're slightly better because they... They, they got into the, they they got a into the magazine. Or something. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. and they got into the magazine, yeah. right? So... Um, there are definitely, there are definitely articles of homes that I'm like, oh, really? Like, that's, you know, honestly, I do Christmas better than that. But, um, but 
you know, that's, it, it is, it's accessible and it doesn't make you feel like, oh my God, I have to be a millionaire. I, I had like a traditional home for a while and I loved, I loved the colors and all that stuff. And then they'd be like, and this chair was $7,000. And I'm like, yeah. and at least, um, <clears throat> in Better Homes and Gardens, they'll say, um, this chair was $7,000, but you know, go to Target and get it for, you know. 50 you know so well they got some kind of tie-in with walmart so they're always pushing walmart yeah that's the part that really makes me sad yeah yeah Yeah. so i and um if this does go beyond this and we do more of these and give talk more about each issue we also want to put out there that this is comes from a place of of love so any Any trash we talk about, it comes from a place of love. Oh. So that's what establishes the... Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> I, I haven't been reading this magazine and giving it, giving it to you for years. I mean, I've been reading it for literally almost 40 years, right? Yeah. Every month. I, there, I have never gotten... It may take me until June to read the January issue, but I've never gotten an issue of Better Homes and Gardens that I haven't read. Um, and clearly, I keep a lot of them. Uh, yes. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. Um, but the <clears throat> so it's definitely from love. Um, even though they they and I and I have a long arc, right? So there's been there's been editors that have been great. There mm-hmm. are ones that aren't. They throw in some stuff that you're like, oh, can I just flip these pages yeah. away? Yeah. Okay. So um, you you actually pay attention to the to the editors. The, you know the masthead and all that. And the, yeah, I, I have because I've been looking at it for so long. Yeah, I mean I've literally looked at it twelve months of the year, like I said, since I was nine, um, and so, uh, and I and I can compare them. You know, mm-hmm. I can pull this one out and say, I really don't like the new masthead. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so you, you just you got December ninety two, right? And, and we're gonna we're and, gonna look at the January. And we're gonna look issue. at January twenty eighteen. Yeah. So, um, and and the irony to me, or that that's the wrong word, but the interesting part to me is that the Better Homes and Gardens uh, logo from ninety two is much more twenty eighteen, and it's bold kind of than this like frilly curly, hmm. like. So I don't mind. I didn't mind the new logo. <sighs> Newbie. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are many logo redesigns I, I'm not on board with, but no, I was, it, I was it, okay with it. It didn't change it dramatically. It yeah. didn't make you go, "Oh, yeah. th- what magazine is this?" Because yeah. you've seen that, right? You've yeah. been like, yeah. you pick it up and you're like, "Oh, is this?" I thought, "What? Who is this magazine?" Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like when the Gap tried to change its logo a couple of years, like probably yeah. five years ago, and they everyone yeah. freaked out yeah. and said, "Stop!" Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That, they didn't do that. Yeah. but and then then the uh, the content has remained. Uh, the you know, they, they don't they don't vary too much from their. They don't their vary formula, too which is much. Fine. It's, what, it's why we buy the magazine. Mm-hmm. They don't vary to the point that you don't know what the magazine is, but they do vary some pieces and some, and they've pushed pieces in. For you can tell when it doesn't work because then they disappear like after six yeah. months. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, good, that's gone. Um, and then you can tell when it works. Um, I haven't looked at this this particular issue, but I haven't either. Um, but we can we'll go through it. And but there was the piece that seemed to work was 
when people created their own thing, like I think they call it. I did. I, I did, did it. it. Yeah. 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 And so it was, was just the, from being a page to went, a, went to the page yeah. to a whole full piece yeah. about how they actually did it. And I, yeah. to me, that was the best transition the magazine ever made in terms of understanding today's readers, because okay, it took it took the it took our parents' generation magazine of like, oh, here's one page of I made this pretty, you know, <clears throat> mudroom shelf to our generation and younger who read blog posts about how you do every step-by-step piece of that thing. Yes. Yeah. And they said, oh, our readers want to know, how did you put that hook into this mudroom coat rack? Yes. Right? Even though all you do is twist it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes that that feature, you're kind of like, uh, right? I mean, you and I look at that feature and go, you know, I did that last night while I was watching Will and Grace, but (laughs) like, but they they, it was a nice transition for a magazine that wasn't for I would say the last couple of years, five or so years was really missing the fact that it had younger readers, Um, and that to me was like, Mm -hmm. oh, they get it, like. Here's people who are doing sort of DIY stuff in their home, and they took it from the back of the magazine and they put it into yes. the features. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was like the Pinterest part of their stuff. Exactly. I think another other interesting uh, possible um, way that, that we may play off each other as readers is as um, you've been reading for a long time, but you do not have kids. I. No do now have kids in a young family. So some of the more, like, the family-ish features are a little bit more relevant right. to me. Not that they're all, like, you know, on the mark, but there is that whole... And, and I will yeah. tell you, Jay, I want to look at those features and have you in my heart, <laughs> but I just go, oh, please. <laughs> Give me more decades. Exactly, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And there are plenty of times when I, if a, a, a home decorating feature has, shows the whole family and the kids, I mean, usually I'm, it draws my attention because I'm thinking like, oh, how many hours did they take to <laughs> get that photo shoot right for the kid to look like that, that amazing? Right. And that's usually the, the you know, blah, blah, you know, you know, Bella, age three. And right. Like, well, Bella looks amazing. Right. How many stylists does she have? Because <laughs> my kids do not... Well, Bella like that. has her own YouTube series opening up boxes of toys. She so. probably does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. makes, Bella makes, makes and millions. Bella is only a little bit better than you. She's yes. Not, she's not. <laughs> she's not the house, best. She's, she's not the best. She's not house beautiful better than you. She's just better homes <laughs> better than you. Um, You're right, because house beautiful is the next step up after this. Right. Yeah. Um, In the magazine world. Yeah. So... Uh, and house, it doesn't even just sound pretentious. House beautiful. I mean, it's warm. I'm gonna yeah take off my sweater and not. I'm just so excited to talk about well on the coldest night of the year. Actually, yeah. we're huddled up in the smallest room of the house. So yes. So fun. yes, as we record it, the smallest room in the house, which is the guest room, right? Actually, in bed with cocktails. So that's true. If you're if you're wondering about how those like great drunken podcasts happen, <laughs> we're fully happen. dressed though for now. <laughs> I just took off my sweater, <laughs> but still fully fully clothed. 
So I, I'm pouring myself another one. You're still waiting. That's all right. Um, so I have a question for you. Okay. Though. Oh. So I I've always been like like the questioner. So no. So um, so we had had a conversation about this magazine, and you and you sort of sparked my gift giving idea to give it to you. Um, has it changed for you? Getting it twelve months out of the year, rather than just having, like the Christmas or the Thanksgiving, it has not because oh. it still feels special. And I know that it's only it's a magazine that you can buy for four bucks at the checkout line of your supermarket, um, or even less for the subscription. <laughs> um, but no, it still it still has that that feeling. I still get. Excited. I mean, you can just ask my husband. I like. It's like, oh, the new issue of Better Homes and Gardens came in, and like, this is now my like my nighttime reading. Um, actually, I I usually read it like the day that it arrives, and uh, I usually have to restrain myself. I don't make it all the way through, and then I will reread them like over breakfast. Whenever I have like a down moment, I just pick it up, and it's that little occasional peek at a that slightly better life that you know it's a little escape right no i agree so that's good i'm glad to hear that because now i don't feel so weird about the fact that i do exactly the same thing still 40 years later i never read it the first day it comes in though i always save it god we sound like weirdos Um, (laughs) i always save people love weirdos on podcasts i always save this little weird magazine for that special like like a sunday morning when we were like still in our pajamas at like 11 30 you know and you're like oh i'm gonna sit down and read it now yeah um and i do exactly the same thing of picking it up later and looking at things again Mm -hmm. um and i will still pick up the issue of November 2014 and look through it and go, oh, yeah, that's right. I love I remember that one. <laughs> I loved that blue that they painted that mirror. Or mm-hmm. like, and so, oh, I'll go back to that and think yeah. about. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I made that, that chocolate pumpkin swirl cake, too, on the cover. See, that's the other part of it that you're really cool about. Um, is that you try the recipes. I do, yes, like, all the time. I can't cook to save my life, uh, but I'll read the recipes, and I'll... We actually made our entire Thanksgiving dinner from... <laughs> the you, were, you did that just because we couldn't <laughs> no, 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 join no. you for Thanksgiving no, this year. No, but it was kind of like, oh, look, this totally fits. Like, it's Bro. just... Yeah. Um, and, and I love all the recipes. I just don't do them. I just hand them off to you know, mm-hmm. my partners or my mother and say, oh, look, shouldn't we try this pumpkin <laughs> loaf? <laughs> so. Yeah, there, there are many times that we'll, we'll try out the recipes. Yeah. And most of them, they're actually a, a great success. They're also really good, especially if you have a, a young family, because right. they usually tend to that very crowd-pleasing and easy to do. Right. And, of course, I mean, I always kind of chuckle when they're, they're like, you know, They'll do a feature on some like you know, ingredient that I may have been using for years. Right. Say, Try this amazing new thing, cardamom. Right. <laughs> you or, may have never heard of Tabasco, <laughs> but <laughs> you've got to try it now. Like, no, I know. There's definitely 
here's how to use it in a pumpkin <laughs> horse. <laughs> There's definitely that the pieces that you're like, uh, oh man, really? Like, um, but then you have to remember that it, you know, it's a magazine that's trying to appeal like broad range, right? It's trying to appeal right. to right. you know Jay Dewey with two new kids that. Like, oh, how do I how do I make a pumpkin loaf and make it work this afternoon? Within forty five minutes. Within forty five minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> and the, you know, old curmudgeon gay boy like me going, Ugh, again with the pumpkin loaf. You know? <laughs> so, so but they and, have to, and your and your Midwestern housewife and like, oh, cardamom, I've never heard, I've of never that. heard of that. And and then <laughs> and then the like twenty something vlogger who's like Oh, you screw in the screw by twisting it. <laughs> right. Exactly. exactly. So put the... Oh, I should grate my nutmeg. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my face. <laughs> oh, my God. Some of it is just like, you know, you don't have a food processor on hand? Try a cheese grater. And then they show you the little, like, metal thing that all yes. of us have in our cabinet. Yes. Already. Yeah. Like, it's some newfound thing that was discovered mm-hmm. yesterday. But anyway. I know. <clears throat> so, you want to look at this issue? Sure. But I'm going to hit pause and make another... So that you can content. have another Cosmo? Yeah. Whew, lush. Wait, I'm going <laughs> Third drink. Oh, yeah, I'm on my third. No judgment. <laughs> No judgment. That is the end of part one. Please stick around for part two if you'd like to hang out with Rob and I as we continue to drink and go through the January 2018 issue of Better Homes and Gardens magazine page by page, and we tell you exactly what we think about what's going on um, in each article. Um, we had a good time recording it and I hope that you had a, we'll have a good time listening to it if you decide that, um, you want to give it a shot. Thank you very much. Bye.